0: Here we go. (laughs) Oh my gosh, David, welcome to Victoria's Secrets to Health and Happiness podcast. I am so freaking excited that you are here.
1: (laughs) And so am I. Thank you very much (laughs) for having me. It's actually my utmost pleasure to be here with you. I was just saying, man, we we went on that first Zoom call and we got connected instantly. It's like it's the energies. Uh, Yeah. So it's my pleasure to be here. I'm actually very happy. I was, I've been looking forward to it and here we are, at least the first one.
0: Oh, oh, for sure. Because everyone listening, this is just a teaser of what is to come Mm. for sure. And I, I met David only last week on a goddess circle that I join every Sunday. And like he said, we instantly just connected and I learned so much from him in the space of an hour that I had to bring him on and let you guys hear his wisdom and his magic. And actually today, as you can see from the title of the episode, it's the um, the unknown truth that men actually struggle with body image too. Hmm. So David, can you please introduce yourself? Tell us exactly what it is you do and... Yes why you do what you do and i'm sure as we go along there's going to be loads of juicy things that i'm going to ask in between
1: sure so my uh, my name is david hughes actually david is not my given name it's the name uh from the from the biblical character king david that's an adapted first name yes (laughs) but hughes is part of my real uh haitian name uh I am a transformational coach in the area of sexual discipline, sacred sexuality, sex energy transmutation, and semen retention, and life force management or conservation for women. I've gotten here after so many years of struggle with my own personal sexual energy from attraction, uh, from sexual addiction all the way to running the streets to get laid (laughs) so many years for so many nights i would spend my last dollar and so i had to get myself right i had to get to the point where i plugged the leaks in my own energy supply as i like to call it and then after doing that it was sort of the natural and unfoldment where i would be working with men i do work with women but i primarily work with men and that's how i've gotten here it's a powerful work it's necessary it's foundational because we are sexual beings first of all and when when we have leaks in our sex uh, sexual energy supply it affects every area of our lives
0: can you emphasize on if anyone doesn't know what leaks i didn't until last week what you mean by leaks in your sexual energy
1: Mm-hmm. Interesting. Leaks can range from a sexual addiction, right, all the way to issues with uh, self-esteem issues, all the way to survival instincts issues that is if your first chakra is not established where you're not grounded you're not taking care of your life you don't feel safe you're not provided for you don't basically you don't have a job uh you don't have a safe place to stay those survival needs translate in your psyche as tension as problems that you feel like you need to release the tension and also then that's where we say things like, I think I'm horny. I think I need to let go of that tension. But really, it's because you're being bothered by those survival instincts. And of course, the moment that you let that tension go, that creates a leak in your energy supply. And that keeps you from ascending higher because you must satisfy the first current energy center. Let's say a chakra uh, center before the energy could go up to the next level. And so most of society operate in, are primarily in two chakras, the root and the sacral chakras. That's where they keep going back and forth. Survival issues, sexual issues, and the, ne- the energy never makes it f- past the second chakra to their solar plexus, their horse, their third chakra. And so most people are underdeveloped psychologically and spiritually mm-hmm. because... The leaks keep keeping the energy back from ascending or arising, and essentially have what is commonly known as a kundalini awakening.
0: Yes. When did you experience your kundalini awakening?
1: <laughs> that must have been five years ago when I actually got on what is called in the menosphere or the or the, uh, the men's world no fab. That is. A decision to stop watching pornography, high-speed internet pornography and masturbation and semen retention. That is to retain my life force, to retain that substance that is the juice of my body. And of course, that means I plugged the leaks in my sexual energy uh, supply. And once I plugged the leaks, that, that was enough energy then for it to travel up my spine to my third chakra, fourth, five, all the way up, and that produced a kundalini awakening. I really awoke. I think before that, I was sleeping. I experienced many nights of hot flashes, like I was cold, simultaneously cold and hot at the same time, And, and I awakened. All of a sudden, life took on a different vibe, i understood better my intuition got heightened i felt more connected to life more connected to people more connected to myself of course more grounded because now with the energies with the energy stayed in it can travel back and forth throughout the whole seven centers the chakras and maintain that healthy vibrant positive Life and how that shows practically in real life is I'm very vibrant, my my skin glows, I'm very jovial, I'm happy, I'm down to earth, I'm right here. I have energy, I can move around, I don't need enough sleep, I'm connected, I'm in a state of flow most of the time. My life is whole, I am dynamic, magnetic, and people are drawn towards me because my sexual energy is uh, my sexual energy supply is intact and whole.
0: And I can feel that, which is why I was like, I need to know more about you. I need to learn from you and Chloe and all the other amazing women felt the same. When you left the chat in the group, we were saying wonderful things about you (laughs) last week. And I'm going to ask the question right away that Uh many women will be thinking right now, which is what Uh the question I asked you at the end of our last session, how often should a man
1: ejaculate yes uh, that's that's a good question of course (laughs) uh should is probably the the best keyword of of the question i think men would want to ejaculate every day several times a day (laughs) it feels that good (laughs) (laughs) but in my work from my own personal experience from uh, my studies and my the experiences of my work with men i have come to the conclusion if a man is in a relationship, he's married, he's cohabiting with, a, with his woman no more than once a week. And that's if he's eating well, women, greens, vegetables, he's sleeping well, he's taking multivitamins, minerals and supplements and stuff like that where he can still maintain a high level of energy to be productive and healthy and magnetic and dynamic in the world and still remain attractive energetically enough to his woman because the downside is with excessive ejaculation, the man starts losing his own attractiveness to the woman and they don't know what the heck just happened. She doesn't feel as attracted to him no more because he's not as polarized. Mm. But for those of us who are hardcore, we go months. <laughs> Even Yeah, because because I cohabitated. Uh, I lived with, with someone, uh, my last relationship, and I did go months without ejaculation, although... I'm very sexual. I'm very freaky. I get it. But I have learned what is called NEO, non-ejaculatory orgasm, and well, where that, huh? a man gets to experience a full-body orgasm. Like you ladies, that's the closest we've gotten to understanding your orgasm. I was Without- going to bring that up.
0: I'm glad you brought
1: that up. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Without the ejaculation, because we have learned the orgasm and ejaculation are actually two separate events according to the brain according to the to to the body Mm -hmm. biologically there are two separate events but coupled together and they happen together and men assume that it's one event but thanks to neuroscience thanks to uh biology and 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 all these uh, scientists doing research we have found out there are two separate events so we can control the release from so that we don't lose the energy and still experience the orgasm and it's crazy it's amazing
0: wow so no more
1: than once a week for the men who on supplements who's on supplements eating well but if not and if he's well in age, we're talking about over 50, once a month.
0: Wow. And is that something you teach the men you work with how to experience for themselves?
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. You know, that's why they, they come. They, they've had enough with the old life. They ha- they've had enough with, for example, I have a current client. He, one of his main issues, according to him, is, and you wouldn't believe it, he's tall and he's he weighs quite a bit, But he said, David, if I'm going through a hallway with someone and I said, hi, or I say something to them, and that's a stranger he's talking about, he says, it's, it's my experience is usually I'm invisible to those people. Like they don't hear me. They don't see me. Mm. And he says, I know it's because I lack that power of my libido behind me my life force is low so however my voice comes out however my presence is uh you know he doesn't speak from his diaphragm he speaks a very shallow and that's a lack of power that is translated and communicated to anybody's subconscious mind as this man is weak he's not in his power and it's a sub- subconscious processing the person doesn't decide i'm going to ignore you it's more like ignoring you feels right because it's a it's a it's a it's a subconscious processing the vibe was sent from him and the person in question receives the vibe all silently and that person takes action that is ignoring him and also his goal is to of course improve his life force by getting him to retain longer uh being on supplements eating better Although he's you know, he's married, but he's been doing well. So those are the things that men come to me for. And I like to say in my work, my goal is to help men achieve what I have achieved for myself. And I have my story to, to prove that or to back it up, how much work I have done and how great life is right now.
0: Yay. There's nothing like <laughs> personal experience, I believe. Yes. There's nothing like personal experience and I would love to move the conversation onto body image and before we get to the juicy details of your own journey can you share with us how you've noticed being a man who's attracted to women how you've seen the lack of self-confidence body image manifest in real time in the bedroom with you like in relationships because everyone listening I'm sure mainly women have body image issues or insecurities or low self-confidence. So we would love to hear it from a man's perspective too, please.
1: Sure, Uh, I've always said there is a lot of shame in the bedroom Uh, from my own experience with women. Now, you know, I've been in Casanova, I've been out there, like I've slept with a lot of women. Uh, You know, of course that's the experience I'm coming from why I'm doing this work, right? (laughs) Exactly. I, one day it dawned on me, it just occurred to me like, whoa, there's a lot of shame in the bedroom. Some women want the lights off, some women want the lights on, some women want to be under the covers with you, not without the covers. Um, and But this one particular experience that I had where the woman didn't like her butt most specifically, right? She thought she didn't have enough. Here I was, not being concerned with that, thought that she had more than enough, and I would constantly be touching that, kissing it, you know, playing with it and talking about it, but each time I did, all I was doing without knowing was amplifying her own insecurities. I kept bringing that up, and through my research, I have found out many relationships break because of this discomfort, unspoken discomfort from the woman because the man is loving her and touching her. When I see her naked, asking to send me a picture because I'm freaky, like send me a picture, this position, that position. And silently she's suffering with that and she gets to a point where she can't take it no more. Of course, what the next issue that comes up, that is served as the main reason for the breakup, but it's not really the foundational reason for the breakup. And it breaks my heart because I have a pastoral outlook on life that is i've been in the church i was being groomed to be a pastor i have a a bachelor in practical theology i've served in many churches at different levels i think naturally as an aquarius also i have this pastoral this shepherd this nurturing type of outlook and and personality which i actually love and (laughs) because that's what i came here to to do and seeing uh, those women suffer like that uh, got to me they they, you know I I was affected and I wanted to help actually Uh, I wanted to one day I will have the opportunity to speak on these issues I would have the opportunity to address and talk to some women concerning these issues
0: yeah because as women obviously being a woman myself I've had so many times in the past where no matter how my how much my partner was praising me and saying that I looked amazing and all of that if we don't believe it ourselves it's almost impossible to embrace that because we don't believe it in here so right. i i totally get that and i've come to a, it was only last year i came to a huge realization with my fiance now he loves me unconditionally and i wasn't accepting or allowing that unconditional love because i put conditions on it like okay he can love me if i feel like i'm on fire in whatever stage of the cycle I'm in right now, or I can allow that love if I feel that I look hot, but what about on the days where I feel like shit and I don't feel sexy at all and he's there telling me how beautiful I am, how can I then let the love in? And that was a lot of inner work that I needed to do, but one day it just like landed and I was just like, wow. And now I fully have put all my walls down i've been vulnerable i think we're so scared to be vulnerable everyone is right it's it's god God bless
1: you for reaching this spot if i may touch i'll add a little bit to to this um the 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 only woman that i've fallen in love with right she recently we broke up uh broke up about a year and a half ago where i walked out uh because i needed to get into my purpose and i got frustrated. I couldn't invest any more time, energy, and effort. Um, And I, you know, she had broken up, then I left. And of course, you know, a lot of times women don't mean the breakup, but when the man says, yes, at least for the men that I know and myself, we mean it. And I was absolutely in love with the woman, everything. It's just the wish it's a natural thing, but she would often Say if I said, "Baby, I'm mean, like, oh my God, you're so intelligent, you're so articulate." She would say, "Really? You think? You think so? You think I'm really intelligent?" I'm like, "Yeah, like, whoa, you are." And I wasn't the only one saying that. Work at workplace, at her workplace, she was being complimented as well. And oftentimes, he, if I brought her flowers or whatever I, I would do for her, she would ask me, "What did she do to deserve that uh, type of thing?" and that's how I began to understand oh okay okay so she has not accepted herself and she told me straight up that the day that she would get enough money like a hundred thousand dollars she would go and get a butt job and and a breast lift and everybody in her life you know her family knows because all of her life she's been cynical she doesn't think she had enough and one one night we went out We had a few drinks and she came home, of course, when, you know, once you have alcohol in your system, your prefrontal cortex is sedated and now the animal in you is coming out. And she said, I love big butts. I love big butts. You know, I I see myself with a big butt on me. I don't have it. I hate what I have. And she was laying down saying all these things, you know, in that half drunk state. And, um, yeah, it's, uh it's uh it's it's a big problem out there and i'm willing and i think it's part of my work to help you know show women the the, the divine side to their being
0: yeah it's not it's not all about what your body looks like. It's about the sexual essence of who the the woman is, right? It's not about what size bum you have. It's about, and I've recently learned this, the last year or so, it's about all of you. Like I've been to two naked spas recently and that's the first time in my life that I've experienced those and it was so healing so i recommend that if anyone can do that even though it's scary as hell please do it because it just shows you that for me the biggest thing i learned was our bodies aren't just sexual for some reason through my past experiences or whatever it may be i decided that a naked body has to be sexual but it doesn't it can be it can be idolized and admired for the beauty of the nature of whatever Whatever it is, and of course you're going to feel attracted to some people more than others because of the animal instinct in us and the mates that we that we like. But it's not just all about the physical body and what it looks like. It's it's more than that. Sure. Yeah. So can you please tell us about your body image journey, David? Because you seem so confident now, so whole within yourself, and I believe Mm -hmm. that you are, as you you kindly shared that with us. When did
1: When did your insecurities start growing up? Mm -hmm. So I grew up in Haiti. Uh, I'm from Haiti and growing up in school, I must've been nine, 10 or something. And we have soccer. Of course you guys do too, right? Well, what Americans call soccer, but it's really football. Let's call it what it is. We have football (laughs) because you (laughs) play with the feet. (laughs) And, um, so the, the soccer, t- well, the football teams would only select boys with a certain body type. That is, they, they have some muscles on mm-hmm. and they had what they call, what uh, is referred to as uh, bull legs. Like they didn't oh, have knackings. Games-
0: where the knees
1: go out from one another. Yes, out. yeah, uh-huh, like that, yeah, yeah. So that is deemed to be, I don't know whether it's more stable or more appealing to the eye. And if you look at teams out there, you will see that men tend to look almost the same on the teams and the same thing for the army too, for the uh, mm-hmm. uh, army and yeah, that's the same selection process. Uh, and of course the the the, the boy, Like myself, who knew how to play, who could play, but couldn't get chosen, had to ask ourselves what's wrong and suddenly realize, oh, oh, so my body doesn't fit the criteria or I don't look like these other boys. And also those boys were getting most of the girls. Mm -hmm. I was getting girls in that stage because of my intelligence. I've always been intelligent, you know, And, and, and once I opened my mouth, a girl is interested in me. But if I don't open my mouth, she goes to Johnny over there who looks a certain way. And I think uh, very early on, my small, you know, little mind said, I don't have the body or I don't look like these boys and I'm not going to get the girls. Mm -hmm. And that's how it started. And also, I used to get teased. uh, I used to get called. I had, I used to be told that I had rabbit ears, like my ears (laughs) go out which is not true at all. That's crazy. Uh, and so those two things put together weighed on me into, all the way into my early 20s, actually. Until one day I looked in the mirror and realized, wait a minute, I, I think I'm handsome, though. I think my ears are not rabbit ears. They don't go out. They actually, I think I'm good. I think I look good, though. I think I'm good. But the best part of it wasn't done until, hmm, really late, late thirties. I'm 40 now. uh, We're kind of like 35, 36. When in America now, Mm -hmm. this thing with six packs, men having six packs and muscle and this and that, and the women want the guy who has the six packs, the guy who looks a certain way. But I was, but I used to get girls, but I still had that insecurity in me until I made peace with, you know what, this is how I came here. This is the vehicle that I operate here. It's a disservice to decide that God didn't do a good job enough. And I actually had to repent. Like in the church, we say repent. I like, I changed my mind. This is not what I, I don't mean this no more. I don't mean to offend Mm -hmm. the creative power of the universe by saying I am not the prototype or I don't look like the prototype, which there isn't a prototype. We are all our own type. So I did some inner work, some healing and let that go. I've had to spend time in front of a mirror because you talked about that in one of your episodes, affirming myself, talking to my body, talking to me, looking at looking at myself in, in the eye, in the mirror, fully naked and checking my body out. I'm telling you, it has grown on me so much that sometimes I just grab my 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 glutes and my thighs be like damn these look good this oh yeah they look good I'm like look at my you know I would turn around in the mirror I'm like oh (laughs) I see why the the women like to to spank my butt you know I have a nice (laughs) little butt you know like whoa like um now it's fun it's fun Mm. more than I'm comparing myself to somebody else and guess what happens Victoria because I did that I was able to get into a style. I had to, I learned my style. I learned what type of clothes match my body and make me look good for myself first based on my height, my body type, my complexion. And since I've learned this thing, it's been amazing. When I dress, I look good because I've learned those things. I stopped wanting to wear certain things that every guy is wearing because they have the body type for, it, but I have a different body type. I wear what looks good on me. What matches my body type. And there are a lot of men out there with body image and securities, especially overweight and also underweight. I'm telling you right now, I have two clients and they're each on, they are on each end of the spectrum. One overweight, one underweight i just got a text message the other day from the underweight saying david please my insecurities right now are through the roof i would do anything to gain to weigh 140 i think he says he said i might as well read it for you just for proof right yeah He said, as you know, I am skinny. I always have been skinny. And this is something that really bothers me. I will do anything to gain some weight. I only weigh around 115 through 120. That's a concern for a man. And, and, you know, interesting thing is that happened on Sunday afternoon. That text came in on Sunday afternoon. And here we are. We already said that we're going to do this podcast uh, episode, right? On body image for men. And here is one of my clients. He's been my client since last year, actually. Shook me that text out of the blue, once again, bringing up his underweight uh, mm. problem. And of course, he has a wonderful girlfriend living together. And I asked him, has she brought that up lately? He said, no, she's never said anything about it. How did you, how did you get triggered this time right now? He says, it just came to mind because my parents, my, my family members, my friends, all of my life, and it just came to mind. So basically it's still in his subconscious mind and anytime other things in his life are not going that insecurity resurface and he has to deal with it. This gives you an example of, of what's happening right now, currently among men. But guess what? Women don't typically think that women don't think that men are having this conversation.
0: Yeah it's because we don't men don't talk about it as much Mm. why do you think that is
1: yeah i think i think that's true we uh we've grown up in this society where for example i like to say in my work when i was growing up healing emotional work and self-love did not apply to men it only applied to women because the way it's seen is men are the perpetrators women need healing because men caused them to need healing. And and so men did not need healing. Men couldn't cry. In fact, in my country, uh, if you were beaten up for something and you're crying, you're going to get another beating for crying and you better stop crying. You, You know, you can't express your emotions and your feelings like that. And I think that is a big part of men not liking to express their emotions and their insecurities. And I think too, as I have experienced, when we actually expose our insecurities, we can lose a lot of things. we we'll lose women from women to colleagues who are still operating on the same system that says, you should not let this out. Now I see you from a different light. Mm. Uh, it takes a lot of courage for a man like myself, not no courage right now, but for me to build to where I am, it has taken a lot of courage to be to be open and vulnerable and sort of wear my heart on my sleeves uh, and just express my emotions and just say what I experience and talk about what I experienced. In fact, I had a little small moment of, really looking at myself saying, is this the kind of work that you're going to go in the world doing? Like, you really want to talk about these issues, sexuality, insecurities, emotions, healing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is that what you really want to do in the world? Because as a man, you go out there trying to talk about these topics, people look at you like, whoa, don't you have cars to build and airplanes to go (laughs) study, you know, engineering and something like that. Go do something like that. Instead of, Uh, talking about these uh, areas and and issues. And I think that's the problem. Men are expected to have that masculine bravado. Mm -hmm. And underneath that is a lot of insecurities, need for healing, traumas, brokenness. In fact, uh, the the, the, the famous preacher T.D. Jakes wrote a book called The Emotions. And he talks about you're sitting right next to a man who's dying on the inside. His emotions are overwhelming him, but Mm -hmm. he can't talk. Not only he doesn't have any friends he can talk to, but anybody he dares opening up to will abandon him because he's not supposed to open up about his emotions and insecurities.
0: That makes me really sad. Because as women, and we find it easier to express mm-hmm. our emotions because we're emotional beings. We that's who that's how we express ourselves. However, a lot of women do suppress their emotions too, but men, vulnerability creates deeper connections and relationships. And correct it's your it's your calling, as you know, to be that light in the world, to to make this aware, to make people aware of men being vulnerable creating deeper connections showing emotions it doesn't make men weak in fact i find it strong and a turn on if a man can express his emotions mm. for uh, sure. f- yeah
1: for, for sure for of course uh, being where i am right now doing the work that i'm doing absolutely i know a strong man from the true sense when i see one is mm. the man who's down to earth he's done some healing work he moves around without that masculine bravado. he doesn't have mm-hmm. to push his chest out he doesn't uh, his confidence is gonna you know square his shoulders up, and then he works out and it's well type of thing but he's not trying to put on that front right and even if someone would make a comment like well you know you got everything it seems like you got your life together he would really take the opportunity real quick and be like, whoa, whoa, no, 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 I don't have everything together. Not everything in my life is together. Most things, but I do have certain issues that, that are currently, uh, like, that I'm working on, and, or I have sources, I have areas of my life that serve as sources of stress constantly in my life. And he will take the opportunity to correct that person on the assumption that he's got everything together. He's got everything figured out. Yeah. And I can always recognize that man, just as I can always recognize the weak men, although he's appearing with that strong masculine bravado, but he's weak on the inside. He's very, he feels very small. He's very vulnerable. He's very um, wounded. He's just putting that strong front uh, to keep people from really seeing what's on un- Underneath, but men are more attractive to women when they have done that healing work and now they become whole. I'm telling you, it's a joy. They come around, yeah, because you know, we'll become more attractive
0: for sure. And do you also have the same belief that I have? Whereas when people meet in a relationship, if they haven't done that inner work themselves separately, individually. They find in the other person what they're seeking and vice versa. So that's where I'm guessing the saying comes from like, oh, you complete me. Well, actually, no, because you complete yourself and that person's just an additional joy in your life. Like, again, when me and my fiance met, it's very special because we've grown together. So when we first met, I needed somebody. Well, I thought I needed somebody to tell me how beautiful I was, like always compliment me. Compliment me because I wasn't giving that to myself. I couldn't give that to myself because I didn't love mm-hmm. myself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he was a little bit like you've just explained. He he gave the whole I'm all manly, but actually he wasn't that secure in himself either. So we both filled the gaps for each other. Mm-hmm. However, we've grown together. So we've like healed ourselves while still being in the relationship, which I feel is so special because that's not a usual. Thing someone either heals and then they get left behind or or vice versa, but it's so beautiful and we're, we're each a mirror for each other. You know, he calls me out on my shit when I'm staying small, and I do the same for him. And I feel very blessed to have that. And it's it's him, and this brings me into my next question for you around body image.
1: Mm-hmm. He,
0: although it came from inside, all the work I've done inside, he was the perfect partner or is the perfect partner for me to allow myself to heal my body image because he held that sacred space, that safe space for me. I don't know if I could have done it as well as I have without being in the relationship with him. So Mm. when you went through your transformation from feeling not good enough to actually standing there and being like, do you know what? no. God made me this way and I'm perfect, whole and complete, exactly as I am. What was you in a relationship then or was you in different relationships? What do you think helped along the way to realize that for yourself?
1: I was in a relationship, but the relationship didn't have any bearing on it. It was just my own development by myself. I'm an Aquarius, so I'm always developing. I'm always looking at myself. I'm always observing and reevaluating where I stand. Now, perhaps the only bearing or uh, the relationship served was her own insecurities and how much she talked about and how much. Ooh, here was, here, here was a big one. Mm, yeah, it's coming back. Because she had those insecurities for herself, she preferred a woman who looked, uh, however, according to her, right? And also, too, I began to realize that she actually preferred a man who looked however she believed right and she would be entertaining her exes who looked a certain way, who have a certain body type and I realized and I said to myself okay, so if she's she if she's struggling with accepting her body type, then, Those gestures that she does about, you know, around me, towards me must be true. Because if she hasn't accepted herself, then she can't accept me. And I found that I had started being in some sort of a telepathic competition or sort of an invisible competition with that ideal man that she might like the way he looks better. Mm. And it began to get crazy. So I had to <laughs> go and do something and be like, whoa, I can't get into this. Uh, and I was awakening too. So, but I didn't have, we, we couldn't talk about those things because she needed to do her own work. And of course, I've i healed starting in the relationship and after the relationship. And she still hasn't done some work. Because like you said, for example, I think it's now she's realizing that, okay, and she just actually told me recently because she reached out recently and, I, and I'm and i holding space for her in terms of she reached out. I didn't ignore her. I let her, I mean, you know, I, I, I replied. And she's saying that she never wanted no other man. And it, it seems like for her, okay, you know what? The work that I need to do. And she did tell me the last time we met that I think you came in my life to help me change my life, but I didn't take the opportunity while you were, with me. And now that you're not here, the silence is deafening. And I think this is my opportunity to be the woman that God wants me to be.
0: Wow, that's beautiful. Really beautiful. But And I truly believe that everyone in our life is there for us to grow and be a better person and to help the other person do the same. Do you? Did you ever or do you ever still compare yourself with other men, whether it's body in particular or how successful someone is or
1: whatever I con- consciously don't every once in a while you know the, the mind well so let's say in the workout area I I'm, I have a personal trainer I'm working out I do want to transform my body perhaps I might just look at that minute and be like whoa okay you know what I, I think I want to burn enough fat to look as lean as this guy looks and that's as far I get because I know uh, as far as looks are concerned I can dress well for myself enough to look well for my type success wise definitely not because I understand every man has had has their own journey I've had an addiction that really (laughs) kept me from succeeding for, so let's say financially or more like in the world type. Uh, I've, I've had businesses, I've been in many business ventures, I've been a real estate agent, uh, tax preparer, Notre Republic, I, I mean, used car dealership, uh, dealer, but the, the addiction really basically just damaged this the whole thing. And I have accepted my journey. So it makes no sense to compare myself to Joe over there who didn't have an addiction, Uh, and that's his journey, Uh, but I have what I call intangible success. Now, he may have the house, three cars in the front to show for his uh, physical, monetary, financial success, but I have, for example, been here on this podcast with you to show as my intangible uh, success. It doesn't happen uh, if for some reason a little idea or just a side I quickly correct it. And that doesn't happen very often. And when it does, it probably very minimal. It's, uh, it's insignificant at that point.
0: Yeah. And talking of body image for yourself, your past self or your clients currently, do any of them have like any disordered eating to try and manipulate their body to be a certain way? Have you noticed that?
1: Disordered eating? Uh, No. I have uh, one of my clients who is overweight. He, uh, he he just tells me he has issues with carbs. Like he has to eat a lot of carbs, but he wants to, of course, stop that, which he hasn't been able to start. It's, it's hard to have a low-carb diet, which I do now. I mainly eat one meal a day, and most times it's no carbs, but it takes some training. The underweight ones... Uh, as much as they would want to eat, can't eat enough to gain weight. Um, I, don't, I think if men has eating issues or eating disorders, it probably mostly has to do with stress mm-hmm. and current situations in their lives, emotional situations. I know when I broke up uh, with, with my ex, I did gain some weight because on my way home, I would just stop at the grocery store and get a pint of ice cream. Or, or uh, some of the say, things.
0: What ice cream was it? I need details on this.
1: Häagen Dazs. Hagen Dazs. They have this flavor called. Uh, it has some nuts in it. Almond, Swiss almond, Swiss Ooh. almond. Uh, Hagen Dazs. It's it, it's Swiss almond in vanilla. Ooh, it's it tastes really good. It's it's crazy. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and I would stop and get me a pint. I would be at home five in the morning and leave home and go to what we call IHAP here, International House of Pancakes, and go get back, buy me breakfast at five to come home and eat and sleep and go to sleep to wake up at 12. But it was a lot of emotional processing that I was doing. That means a part of me was not present enough. And here's, here's another thing too. As we do work in one area, another area actually can suffer. And that's what happened. As I was doing emotional healing, I was focusing on processing the emotions from the relationship to heal. I couldn't hold space and be present enough for some other areas in my life. Uh, And that's why sometimes we can't work on all areas together. We have to work on the most foundational ones, the psychological, emotional, and spiritual ones. And then that will manifest into the physical areas. And now here I am in the gym, working out hard with a personal trainer because I'm healed to a great extent. My mind is good. I'm pursuing my life purpose. Now it's easier to work on my body.
0: Yes. Yeah. I totally get that because self-love is a foundation of everything. Right. And I work specifically with um, women that have disordered eating And self-love, although it heals everything, it can take some time. So a lot, if you loved yourself fully, you wouldn't binge eat, you wouldn't eat emotionally because you'd love yourself and your body that much. You wouldn't want to eat when you're not hungry. You wouldn't want to numb your emotions. You would sit and you'd allow yourself to feel them, but it's hard. And you know, as humans, as you know, we seek pleasure and avoid pain. That's what we do. And it takes (laughs) practice compassion always 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 compassion to sit with this uncomfortable emotion when you're desperate to just eat a pint of ice cream instead of feeling that rejection or sadness like you what we tend to forget and I still have to remind myself this occasionally with other areas of my life you and me and everyone are strong enough to sit with that emotion we're strong enough we're not going to die we're we're strong enough to feel that so it's the fear of the feeling the emotion itself which stops us from doing that difficult inner work which then you know as you know we use sex or food or alcohol or shopping even to like avoid avoidance with everything
1: I like to say and I teach my guys uh, my clients and in my lives and i I did a three-hour live last night wow on youtube yes (laughs) it's It's a lot of work
0: we're gonna obviously go through these towards the end but david gives so much value it's incredible
1: yes uh thank you i believe in the over delivering uh mindset i believe in the going the extra mile mindset and also do more than you are paid for or even without being paid. And very soon you will get paid for more than what you do. You will get paid more for what you do. And it's 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 a it's a dynamic that you have to learn to understand. And I do it from my personal from passion. You know, I love what I do. I love speaking. I was born to speak. I have a lot of it inside coming out. I've always been observing, studying. I have a lot of revelations. I mean, this the spirit has really enlightened my spirit so it's in here so to get here has been the the hard work in my life to get to accept that this is what i'm going to do to stop pursuing certain business in business in the world certain uh higher education degrees and be like you know whoa whoa, whoa." look man i ain't doing none of that i gotta speak when i speak i bless people people get set free people are astonished the life is in my mouth this is the (laughs) The path that I've chosen, uh, where I'm accept, I'm accepting my calling, and of course, that means I do it out of pure joy. I talk a lot. I and can I feel think-
0: that, and you remind <laughs> me of Eric Thomas.
1: Ah, uh, Et. I actually played a a, uh, uh, a little clip of him on my live last night.
0: There's my <laughs> yes. boy Et. <laughs> yeah.
1: And 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 many of the uh, and he has said something, you know using different words along the same line for himself. Like, this is my vision. I got to do this. I got to go in the world. I have to reach those people because it's when you awaken to your own inner, your abilities, your gifts, you're like, whoa, I do have certain gifts. Um, I can't sit here no more. I'm, I'm willing to give up everything and pursue this because it has the greatest impact on the world.
0: Yes. Oh, I love that. So much energy and passion. I can feel it. I'm so blessed to be in full receiving of the energy right now. (laughs) Thank you for that.
1: My pleasure.
0: I'd like to ask you two more things before we Mm. wrap up. And one is as a man um, advising women in the body image realm, because for me, when women... Look at themselves and hate this and that, and like your ex partner didn't think she had enough, n- enough bum, and it, it's affecting how we interact with you in a relationship, and we always think that men like skinny women, and of course everyone has a everyone eyes the beauty is in the eyes of the, the beholder. The beholder. Right? Mm-hmm. But what can you advice? Can you give us that would yeah. help us to look at the bigger picture? yeah of, actually men don't just want model type skinny women please. that look this way
1: please you know i've told my ex i said baby you you think yes yeah, she might pass by and my eyes follow her somehow my eyes land on that like i'm not responsible for the initial look uh it seems like i i came wired wired for that but believe you me i don't want that i want what you have that's what i want uh truth of the matter is hmm hmm Not every man wants the big booty. Not every man wants the model looking like chick. In fact, these days, the model looking like women do look, I don't want to use the word fake, but they do look somewhat unnatural because Mm. body parts have been enhanced and we know they have been enhanced. We know work has been done on them. And so you have a lot of men in the manosphere, in our small circles, and we talk about that. Hell no, men would say, no, I'd rather take that lady over there who's had three children and her boobs sag a little bit, but she takes pride in her body. She's not always in front of the mirror. She's not throwing a filter on -hmm. her picture for Instagram. She's self-confident, I'd rather take that. And now here is the other thing too. Well, two more things, competition. Most men don't want the competition. You get a model looking woman you're in big competition. Mm. Men want her women want her these days. Now we yeah, have yeah. double competition. It used to be that men wanted your woman now men and women wanted your woman your The server who comes to the table serving me and my girl wants my it used to be she would be she would want me, I mean, my girl would have to worry about me. Now I'm worrying about them too. <laughs> because yeah, I've had women hit on my girl, like basically take her away talking. I, I thought it was just a casual conversation. Like, whoa, what a bit, I mean, is she taking you away? Like, now? Nah, cut this, cut this, come back here. And so men don't want the competition, you know, because I've had, I, I dated a woman briefly after I, uh, my ex and I broke up. And she said, you see all of this. A lot of men would give a lot to be where you are right now in my presence. Wow! And I told her right back, you see all of this. A lot of women would give a lot just to be right here uh, in my presence, just like you are. And I told myself, okay, that's it. Uh, I don't want that competition. Basically what happens is once she pulled that, uh, invisible figure, invisible man, and put that man in front of me. Now I need to behave a certain way to, basically, I don't want to say worship, but in our in, our, in the menosphere would say worship her. Behave a certain way because guess what? A lot of men with better assets and better opportunities than you want this. But I just love your spirit and love your behavior, and I'm with you. And it's like she's doing me a favor or she's doing you the man a favor. And we talk about these things extensively. We don't want that competition. Trust me, a lot of men, if not most, when it comes to having a girlfriend, a woman in the house, want the less the less glamorous woman, we would say, because there's less competition. and That's one. Right. And, And and there is another big reason that's more Private or personal, it's sex, sex. From personal experience, I'll tell you right now, I've been with women with big butts and and enhanced body parts. It's hard, (laughs) it's hard in the bedroom. Uh, They need time to take a break. They need time to breathe. This position is too hard. This position is not comfortable enough. Basically, you only have two positions that you can experience, uh, you know, intercourse with that woman. Whereas when you, when you have the one that looks like my ex, I mean positions are endless. The sexual activities <laughs> are much more enjoyable, okay. And and we talk about these things like, oh yeah, I mean these ladies are, are they get tired very quickly in the bedroom when they have all these uh, enhanced body parts or whatever women think men want the big butts and so. And also there is penis size right Mm. and no yeah yeah like no bro. we we don't i don't want that uh i I don't have a size for it It, it's it's too basically you're limited to the positions that you can really get in and thrust deeply in because you have all of that uh meat in the way (laughs) you know i'm i'm gonna I don't know if you're if I can say these things on your podcast, but, but oh, absolutely, course. absolutely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, David goes deep, you know, and 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 he'll say it, uh, what it is, like it is. And so we talk about these things, like man, you literally would need, um, you know, you're limited. For example, with with some of these women, a man is limited only to a missionary position to get a good deep thrust and and in where we really both feel like it's working but when you have the other type of woman that who who thinks that men don't want her we're like whoa you're fun we can we have so many options with you and we do have a good size and you'll travel all the way in and 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 have that deep thrust and stroke that we all satisfied because, you know, the vagina has different positions for, 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 for when you go in, that stimulates both the men and the woman. And with a lot of meat in the way, men are limited. And yeah. the conscious men who have done the work, who have taken time to observe, are like, no, we don't want that. And one last thing on this point, I have no successful men. Uh, whether from my old business circles and or right now out there, whose wives are not necessarily striking to the eyes or appealing or like looking like the models. And that was by design. That choice was by design. For less competition, less worry, more time in the bedroom, life is good, I ain't got to worry about, it's a lot of work to, to do to keep this woman. Yeah. And it's, you know, that the, the, the men doesn't have that distraction. So I think women need to know that.
0: Yeah. And would, I mean, like, obviously you can only speak for yourself and that of your clients and the experience you've had. Um, if you're happy in a relationship, apart from the animalistic looking at a woman when she walks past, do you think that men ponder having sexual relationships just in their mind with other women? Is that a normal thing for men to do, even if they're madly in love?
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're, You're asking sure. me to divulge. Is, is that the word divulge? Uh, men's uh, secrets or men's inner world. <clears throat> uh men are obviously very sexual beings they carry the seed of of life that creates another human being and biologically and evolutionarily uh, or whether if somebody believes in god god sets it up this way the man has an energy in him always pushing forward seeking a place to lay that semen Mm -hmm. for the continuation of the race right and so this is where women say men are always thinking about sex uh, to a certain extent, man is sex. The, yeah, he's a sex machine. He, he needs somewhere to put that uh, for the race to, uh, to go on. And so the answer is yes. The answer is yes. However, you brought that book up from David Data, The Way yeah. of the Superior Man. He, I'm referring to him because he touches on that. And if there is, whenever I'm speaking, if there is somebody else out out there who said something that I believe in, I'll quote them so that people can go and look up the book of their work since I haven't written one yet. Yet. (laughs) Yet. We said it at the same time, right? Correction. Yet. Um, And so he says this in the book. You you can get energy from interacting with other women and then go home to your particular woman without taking action to those energies from the women we meet on the road and that's what i practice although i don't have a woman i'm not in a relationship per se well i have women but i'm not in an exclusive relationship well you know you know you know it's it's uh A very sexual, good life, beautiful life. And women love being around a man who's open like that. Look, man, uh, here is where I am. Here is how I live. So you're all right with that then? Okay. And he says, basically, you see the woman, you may interact with her. Your mind says, dang, oh my God, I know what I can. Mm." And men, and that just happened on the road before I got back to the studio here. I was driving. And at, at the traffic light, and this white lady was jogging. You know, she had some spent spandex on. And and funny thing enough, she doesn't look like the model type of people, um, women that the world is obsessed with, right? And I looked over, and my mind literally said, "Oh, mm, th- oh my, oh, did you see that?" When I rolled down my window and t- told the the, the the other black driver next to me, "Did you see that?" He's like, "Whoa, yeah, I man, I saw that too." <laughs> and then I rolled up my window and drove off and come here. What happens is when men grow up and expand their consciousness, they no longer take action on the thought. The thought comes automatically. I heard it. I didn't decide. I didn't say, oh, look at that. I want to think that I want to feel this way. No, no, no. It just hit like, whoa, look, whoa, my, my, man, I would mm, spank that. And I... <laughs> And then automatically, the new self, the expanded self, comes into play almost instantly and be like, Well, that's all it is. Roll up my window, drive off, no phone number, nothing. You don't pursue it. Where you have the unconscious man who's still predominantly run by his animalistic instincts, he goes and pursues that. Mm and that's where those men get in trouble but for the majority of men do they do they have thoughts about the secretary at the office uh the lawyer you know wherever the nurse at the hospital like i just went to the er and came back with a number um from the nurse i mean you know (laughs) (laughs) do 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 he has does he have thoughts yes but he chooses not to venture in that direction. He goes home and says, honey, I appreciate you. I'm glad that you have prepared uh, food. I'm happy to be here. Come here, give me a kiss, sit on my lap. Because he knows he just fought so many wars and he just let go of so many things that could uh, potentially get him in trouble.
0: Wow, so a women. so this is a message to us women not to take that thing personally as if we're not good enough. Mm-hmm. it's just the way a man's brain works and it's nothing personal oh, to do with
1: yeah. us yeah it, it, um, we i like to say and i say it often because i do want men and women to understand it like for example i've had women say well all men want is sex y'all just want to have sex and that's what well, do you have something else for us to do obviously perhaps don't quite have something else for us to do, but we can find work and do work. And of course, because we are sexual beings, we, we have this energy pushing towards us. Do you know, Is on this journey, Semen Retention, sometimes we go to the bathroom to, to to take a leak and we can't leave the bathroom because we are too hard. It's not going down. It stays up. So then we have to stay in the stall for five, 10 minutes. I have had to do that until it comes itself down, whenever it feels like it, and then I come out. So that's a real it's not a struggle right it's not we don't call it a struggle because we choose to be on this journey, but that's a real experience of a man that thing is saying, let's go against his will
0: <laughs> I love that It's I have- a
1: real energy pushing towards a man I- inside a man it's it's a real significant, powerful energy saying move move let's do something go 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 we're seeking to be for example we like to say there's something in the man that's always seeking to find a moist warm place to lay and then later on explode
0: yeah wow that makes a
1: difference between maturity expansion of consciousness and self-development work between men that makes the difference what those two men are going to do in this, in these um, scenarios. For example, the more developed men, the men with the expanded consciousness might say, I saw that on the road, but I can't wait to go home and tear whatever I have home up. Yeah. You see you see the transfer of energy and the transfer mm-hmm. of focus. Energy. Yeah. It, it it doesn't have to do with men, with women and just like cheating when men cheat you better believe it's not just a cliche. A lot of times it really has less to do with the woman. Mm-hmm. It's just that thing is pushing to the man and and if he see if he hasn't learned to control his urges uh, there's an element of lack of self-love in a lot of men, too, who keep pursuing different opportunities like that. But it has little, if any, to do uh, with the woman.
0: Wow, that's that's really helpful to know that as a woman. And I'm sure the listeners also. And I have I have a fun question to ask you.
1: Oh, let's go. <laughs> David is always open for any question. But once you qualify it to be a fun question, oh, my gosh, let's go. <laughs>
0: can you tell or you may never have had experience this if a woman is faking it because women do some women do i don't anymore but i used to all the time through my own insecurity stuff
1: i personally have not in Personal relationships, I don't think I have had experience that. I've had women who did not want to orgasm, did not, you know, they will stop themselves half, halfway. And so whatever they showed was what they could show. And I've had women who every time we did it, she wanted to reach an orgasm and it was a beautiful thing and she would do it. If any experience of that sort, it would, ha- it would have to be the few times I ordered an escort then
0: Mm.
1: yeah I think she uh, that's a job that's a business she would fake whatever morning and and she would say oh I think I'm about to do this and I think that was for stimulation for me the men uh in the act more so so yeah yeah
0: and one last question again for us women When we're having sex or when you're having sex, a lot of women and the old me would worry constantly, what does my, have I got a role in this position? Can you see my cellulite in this position? What are are men looking at, you know, the three key elements, like the vagina, the the ass and the boobs, right? Mm -hmm. Or are are you noticing the things that us women
1: decide that that's all you're looking at Uh, there there is a before the man expends his consciousness like you have up to mid-20s that's basically all that man looks for because he's just almost purely animal a sex machine a sex animal he has no thoughts in it it's the boobs The booty the holes and bam and of course those young men almost never satisfy a woman either he doesn't lick touch caress he goes straight for the kill and to explode because it's himself it's that's what yeah but from mid-20s early thirties, mid thirties, all the way to where I'm 40 now. Whoa, sex is a different experience. And I, and I, like I say, we can't do quickest, baby. I need at least eight hours because the first yeah. three hours, the first three hours it are just about interaction with you, enjoying your presence, enjoying your hair, talking about you, touching your skin, you know, asking you questions and holding you and being there with you you know, that, that Tentric experience for the first three, that three hours. And then the fourth hour, I might start undressing you and touching you. So really it's a whole different, and I go deep on my lives with these things, uh, teaching guys, it's a whole different experience right now. And so there was a point when I was addicted to porn, of course, it was the boob, the ass and the holes and, and the load, but right now, totally different experience it's more like looking forward to having that divine experience of being in the presence of my divine counterpart meaning in this existence and we're about to do something that's bigger than us because when you look at it these two organs were created for each other oh my god as soon as they plug oh something marvelous happens and so those are the thoughts that I have more in my mind right now than the actual body parts and it you know it has taken some work it's a huge transformation that's what i teach men uh but yeah but make no mistake a great number of men if not still most go straight for the parts you just named and the load
0: i'm sure so many women right now are thinking oh my gosh can you come and teach my boyfriend like same (laughs) thing (laughs)
1: Uh, put my, uh, YouTube channel on your show notes. Uh, they can go and click and have their boyfriend, uh, follow. And of course, the work, my work will be expanded to more areas in 2021 and on, uh, as I interview, as I get in touch with people like yourself and goddesses of light and Chloe, a lot of different ideas and revelation is coming in and our work is being expanded also. Um, uh, but yeah.
0: How, how can... So you say you work with women. So uh, my audience is mainly women. I would like you to leave us one... Um, I want to say the word advice or tip that us women can do going forward that will help you men and how you feel about yourselves, whatever, that, whatever comes up for you. And I'd also love for you to share how... We can work with you. We'll yeah. get more from you
1: in the work. Uh, for now, since you know it's now, I'm about to actually include uh, professionally uh, women into like my website or my Patreon type of thing. But it's been primarily men. You can put actually put my email address in your show notes, right? Yeah, because you you yeah you can put my email yeah,
0: every, address yeah, every, everything, and
1: I can get an email until. I actually change my Patreon and get my website to be more heterosexual, uh, uh, where encompassing both sexes. But for now, it's my email address. Now, go over that question one more time for me.
0: So, what? It wasn't a very clear question, but it just came to me to ask you to give us women something to go away with, whether it's um, some advice or a tip that where we can act a certain way or say something to the men in our lives, not just mm-hmm. our romantic partner, but to the men in our lives that will help men with what they struggle with, if that oh. makes any sense. <laughs> I,
1: no, it does, it do, I think it clicks. it clicks, it does, it does. Y- y- let's say this though, you have to remember, and I think I said it on the last uh, live with, with the other sisters, language is very limited. Language is, is something we have developed and our consciousness is still cannot be even 50% expressed through language. Emotions and feelings express way more than words. So sometimes you understand what you, what, you, know, you would want to convey, but the words are not coming together because mm-hmm. language is limited to express consciousness. Uh, higher levels of consciousness. Okay. And so (laughs) I think what a woman can tell a man right now to show support for what he may be going through is the simple acknowledgement that, you know what, uh, I just listened to a podcast or I just heard some men talk about men and what you guys experience. You know, I, I have to be honest with you. I've never really taken time to think about you guys dealing with issues that, society would have me think only women deal with, Um, you know, and you guys really behind that bravado, you may have certain personal insecurities and weaknesses or things that you would like to share, but you can't share. And I want you to understand that I'm beginning to understand now or I'm beginning to see that. And just so you know, that has helped me to see you differently. like in a better light and i'm here for you
0: yeah oh, so beautiful thank you and with all the women listening when i've put his details in the show notes he gave me some advice very briefly at the end of the call last time we had it oh my gosh it's so good
1: <laughs> the advice he
0: gave me is exactly what i wanted to happen with what he Recommend that I do or didn't do so. Even if you're a woman listening, thinking, Okay, this guy's really interesting, I wonder if he can help me with the same kind of thing. He absolutely can, from personal experience already. So, thank you,
1: David. It totally works. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it would.
0: And I just want to thank you from my heart I said to you in private messages like you just give so much love and value and passion and I'm just honored to be in your presence and to hear your wisdom and I, I just love it when you when you channel you mm. channel don't you when you do that mm. Mm, I can mm.
1: feel
0: that yes. wisdom coming through you and it's just so yes. beautiful. so thank you from yes. my heart for being here and this is one of many
1: one of many yes
0: and I appreciate your time I
1: appreciate you and it's my pleasure it's my pleasure thank you for inviting me and of course we connected like we said very quickly we we I think we almost took over um (laughs) (laughs) the meeting (laughs) at one point in time I just turned my attention to you we're just talking and and I think of course uh, Chloe did a, a good job as a moderator and a leader and she brought it back to more like and more uh, audience base, everybody, but, but the energy just went zoom between (laughs) me and you. It's my pleasure to plan this with you and to finally do it and conclude it, uh, the first session. And we're looking forward to other sessions now that we already know, uh, once we've done one, you've started a new, uh, Vortex for it to continue. And like I tell people, women, if you don't want to have kids, don't have a kid. Because the yes. love of the universe is once you start one, that's it, baby. You, you're going to have to work hard to stop that, that vortex because you've started something.
0: But we want it. We want it all. We want to give all the info, all the wisdom.
1: This yes. vortex
0: is beautiful. I can feel it already. Yeah. So, mwah, thank you. Thank and you. We will speak soon.
1: Yes, we'll talk soon. All right. Thank (laughs) you, David. (laughs) Uh, You're welcome. Bye bye.
0: Welcome, Queens, to Victoria's Secrets to Health and Happiness podcast. Thank you. For investing in yourself with your time and attention today. And to those of you who don't know me, I'm Victoria. I'm a certified transformation coach and I'm mastered in helping women to break free from disordered eating and body image issues. After spending over 20 years in the diet binge cycle and hating my body, I discovered that self-love is the core and foundation to anything and everything. I now teach women how to love themselves from the inside out whilst also focusing on food freedom and body image. So let's get started. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so grateful that you're here. Please share this podcast with a friend. I want to get this message of self love, body confidence and food freedom around the world. So please just take a moment to rate this podcast. It would mean the world to me and share it with a friend. Thank you. Lots of love.